Welcome back to the RNBE. That is the Rob and Benny Experiment. It's our podcast right here at Comic Storian, where we discuss things such as lists that we discovered and learn new facts about, everywhere from our favorite moments in comic books to stuff happening in the comic book world. These little pretzel things with the peanut butter in them are so good. They are. That's my but favorite they've, snack. They've been sitting in there forever, and the peanut butter is stale as hell. <laughs> When the peanut butter comes out and it's just a solid little pad of peanut butter, it's time for us to get some more pretzel bites. Okay, I will send Mark to get more pretzel bites today. Well, we don't have to. Specific, I'll have a whole bunch of jars here. Just actually from our sponsor, Target. <laughs> I might, yeah, I might go to Target and get some uh, get some of those cheese puffs. Oh, the ball, the, the big jar of cheese. Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. Those things are good. I mean, yeah. not not that many, but like no, no, you want that many? They yeah. last forever. Just don't leave the cap off. Then they get really stale. Oh yeah, I agree with that. I wonder <laughs> what they would taste like stale. Uh, not not good. Not good at all. Ever had stale Cheetos? Mm-mm. How do you, how did your chips not get stale? Because when I, usually when I get Cheetos, it's because I'm going to eat them at the time. <laughs> and they all get eaten. So okay. You know. I mean, I won't even argue with that. Yeah. So anyway, guys, this is our show that we do here every Saturday. You can find it on iTunes and SoundCloud afterwards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and typically, we discuss a lot of stuff. If you enjoy it, make sure you subscribe. Yep. Uh, and today, we're going to talk about 2017 in the world of comics. Yeah, comic what, books. What we liked, what know. we disliked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be more in-depth if you watch the latest episode of the Weekly Poll. We had a similar topic, but we kind of like cut everyone short. Yeah. It's so we can be for up here yeah it was it was <laughs> do not tell them that because they will believe that no, no it was I'm it was playing. like it was like a third or fourth topic of the day and we had like 20 minutes left <laughs> and joel ran over all the comics that came out yeah that was the worst thing ever so mm-hmm. funny side note this is, this is gonna tell a funny story for you guys so we did do the weekly poll episode where uh the four five hosts at the time got to pick their favorite books of the year and we discussed them real quick five minutes each mm-hmm. and we were supposed to pick one dc and, and one, one marvel, marvel to a, a lot for time because yeah. there was five hosts and joel named every comic mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, well, my favorite was this, but then like these came out. So if I had to pick one, and it's like, well, Joe, you've picked them all. So, but, but, the, but my favorite part was like he named a bunch off. Then we went to sell, got his, mm-hmm. and then before you got to go, go, Joel was throwing more in, yeah. <laughs> like leaving Rob with no books yeah. left. <laughs> Ironically enough, nobody chose the books that I chose. Which is kind of funny. You know what I'm kind of surprised about? And we're, uh, we're going to do this. You can be a B-roll, Dylan, or we can leave it here for flow purposes because this does involve 2017. But it's the tail end of it. Thanos now has a name. Dion. <laughs> Dion? Yeah, Dion. Dude, I kind of like it because it's like, <laughs> like, like, I mean, I'll be honest, man. Thanos has a black person name. <laughs> I, thought, I didn't yeah. even read it as Dion. Actually, I probably did in my head because I can't think of how else I would have pronounced that. Yeah, Dion. I mean, Dion, yeah. But D- it, makes, it makes sense, though. Like, okay, and I've, I've seen people freaking out. And I'm like, you know what? Of all the things that don't matter, this doesn't matter the most. Oh, yeah, because he's not, not going to walk around and be like, feel yeah. me. Dion! Yes, like, oh man, dude, Dion's got the Infinity Gauntlet and we're all gonna die. It's, it's not, I mean, obviously, Dion is not as, like, effective as Thanos. But, I mean, like, like Thanos' brother, like, Eros, he was called Star Fox for years when he I was on the Avengers. I just these images of you, like, coming over, yo, Dion's coming over with his whole Infinity Gauntlet thing. Dude, I want to see that, man. Thanos got cornrows. <laughs> like, he's, he's got a chain around his neck. Like, the chain's just got a little mini yo, Infinity Gauntlet. Yo, Dion's killed by, is he bringing that goddamn no. Infinity Stone again? Yeah, no, no, no. No, that's, that's, dude, that's what I want to see. That's what I want to see. I want to see Thanos. Dude, this has got to be a, this has got to be a Gwenpool comic or like a Deadpool parody or something. I want to see Thanos come rolling in with like he's got to be he's got to look like a pimp. All right, and he's got to have like cornrows and everything. And he's got to have this huge gold chain. At the end of the huge gold chain is a little mini Infinity Gauntlet. And it's got and it's got it's got like rubies. It's got rubies and shit. Like it's it's got and like one of them has to say just Dion. Yeah, and just yeah, it's just got like gold plated Dion, you know, with like diamonds that spell out the name. You know, it's like man. 
Thanos is blossoming. I, okay, so it's funny that you that your opinion <laughs> on it because I'm seeing yeah. everyone freak out. Yeah, it's man, guys. You, you it know what I love the best about that though mm-hmm. is I've actually seen people be like SJW Marvels at it again, and I'm just like, what is SJW about naming someone? Yeah, well, <laughs> SJW has become an umbrella phrase for different from what I'm used to. Yeah, it, like, it really has. Like. <laughs> Early yeah. on, that whole argument was SJW was like the extremists in the social justice movement, and that, and normally it was the people that you were like, they're obviously making an ass out of themselves. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now it's just like, I dislike you, Rob. SJW. SJW. <laughs> like I am incapable of dealing with change. But SJW. Like I, I just saw that. I saw that as an article. SJW Marvel does it again. They've given Thanos a name, and I'm like, mm-hmm. how is that such? So- yeah. What does that matter? I mean, it's not like the Thanos comic turned into like a pretty white kids with problem comic, you know. <laughs> and it's like, oh man, like in this issue, Thanos gets bullied, no, no. and this Dion like, gets bullied. Dion gets bullied. <laughs> Dion has to deal with the fact that Jim doesn't like him, and he goes and tells the teacher, and the teacher's like, "Grow some nuts. <laughs> Bullies are everywhere in the world. Nut up or shut up." And like, and then Dion <laughs> becomes, "Well, then I will be Thanos, yeah. the Mad Titan." Yeah, he grows. He grows, and I'm not gonna let those bullies pick on me anymore. I'm gonna. Wipe out half the life of the universe. <laughs> I'll show them. We all know that was the real basis behind Infinity Gauntlet. Thanos got bullied and wiped out half the bullies and half the life in the universe. That's really about it. Okay, so let's use this as a segue then. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know this is going to be on your list. 2017, the Thanos book. Thanos book is amazing. It is. It is, it is you told me up and I've never had you tell me this many times to read one dude, story. I'm telling, dude, and then like, for some reason he's still not read it. <laughs> dude, right now... Thanos, dude, it's crazy. Thanos gets yanked into the future by his future self, who's friends with Cosmic Ghost Rider. Tell me how that works. They're but they're best buds. Thanos Question, is, who is Cosmic everybody. Ghost Rider. He, I don't even remember. Okay. I, don't, I don't think they revealed it. I want to say it's Johnny Blaze, but I don't think they've told us yet. If they have told us, that I missed it. But um, but no, he gets yanked into the future with Cosmic Ghost Rider, and like they're best buds, and they've outlived <laughs> everybody. <laughs> like all the Avengers and Thanos has fought like everybody there is to fight and it's, it, and it's really really cool I saw that picture of him with the full beard and everything dude he looks so badass yeah. <laughs> he's like he's like old man Thanos. Thanos old man Thanos yeah, like, like, old man Dion yeah old man Dion <laughs> <laughs> still got his cornrows <laughs> yeah old man Dion no it's it's funny to me because it is an amazing story I mean, it's, it's so cool. Like, it wraps up all the loose ends with his son, which is awesome. Okay. His, his son was just kind of hanging there. Thane. I, Thane, yeah. I feel like they just they were abusing Thane, basically. Like, they made this great character, a cool idea, yeah. you know, and that was yeah. that. He was, he was great in Infinity War. It's just like, you're the son of Thanos. And he's like, oh, shit. And that, <laughs> and that sucked, you know. And so then, like, and, then, and it's cool because he encases Thanos and... and right, and that like, Amber guys, thing. Yeah, in Amber. Then he takes off. And then he's in, like, Black Vortex. Yeah. He's like, I've got the power of God. Yeah, now he's, know? like, super evil. That, yeah. that was the thing that blew my mind about, about Thane and that whole turn mm-hmm. was the fact that he was, like, he was, like, a pacifist and a doctor. Yeah. Finds out he's Thanos' son and then's like, now I'm going to conquer the universe. Like, yeah. And how, it wasn't even a well-fleshed-out story. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even... I mean, it'd be different if, they, if they'd spent, like, you know, gave him his own solo series and it's, like, in an effort to try to not be his father he becomes his father right like if they flesh that out that would be cool but then like the next time you see him he's just like you know what the hell with everybody you know and then just <laughs> goes out and becomes a bad guy and I'm like really Thane is that, is that what we're doing now but no I mean aside from that like the cool thing is it wraps it up quick his, his Thane gets the power of the phoenix he literally depowers Thanos he makes him mortal yeah and it's so cool and so they get like, a Thanos, disease or something because that's as far as I've read no no, no he, he makes him he makes him mortal and like Thanos was already dying okay but like he makes him mortal and then in turn, like Thanos goes to the God Quarry, which exists outside of the multiverse, which is a super cool new concept, and then basically retains Godhood. But like one of the funny things is like the God Quarry puts you through this sort of series of events where you basically live.
live out the perfect life. And those who are able to realize it's a dream emerge from the God quarry powerful. Those who don't realize it are confined to the God quarry forever. Daniel, uh, not, not Daniel. That reminds me of the um, Black Mirror episode I just watched about the two couples. I'm not going to do any spoilers. Yeah, don't right? do spoilers, man. No, 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 no spoilers. Don't spoil Black Mirror. The one, the, the, <laughs> you know the one I'm talking about. I know about. the one okay, okay. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but no, like... like, uh, like Gary, here's, here's what happened in all of them. No, no. Yeah. Please, you've seen all the Black Mirror episodes, right? No, like not even the first season. Guys, we're currently looking to hire a new camera guy. Yeah. <laughs> so? It's not Black Mirror. <laughs> Guys, you can't hear Gary, but he just said he finished Rules of Engagement. Uh, anyway, you were saying. Anyway. <laughs> Come out of the God no, Core. Yeah, yeah, so no, Thanos' perfect dream is leading the Avengers. Yeah. In this dream scenario, he leads the Avengers. So he picks team. on him like the bully who like doesn't know how to be accepted. Yeah, and then, guys, I just want to yeah. be one of you. I, I want to be cool, but I, I'm socially awkward. I don't know how to tell you that, so I'm just gonna beat you up, you know. And it's like okay, <laughs> but then like he ends up becoming like the becoming the head of the Avengers. Wasp, you're so hot. Oh, uh, push you in the mud. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's 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 Thanos. Dion. <laughs> <laughs> Living with Dion, like it's, yeah, no, it'd be it'd be hilarious, man. Like I would, I'd definitely be so down with that. Um, but no, Living no, with Dion, can we get a meme for that? <laughs> Living with Dion, it's just, yeah, it's like, dude, it's like it's like one of those little couple shows or whatever. It is Dion? I'm sorry. Oh, was that, that the robot chicken? Yeah. That's Bane. Yeah. That's Dion. Dude, I love that. That's Bane. <laughs> I love Robot Chicken. Um, no, no, no. But, but winding down that Thanos discussion, it's amazing. It's one of the best, well, really one of the only good stories I'm always releasing. But it's a great story. Okay. So yeah, it's solid. So uh, since we're doing Marvel, I'll segue over to another Marvel title. You know I'm going to say it. I got to say it again. I said it on the weekly poll. Gwenpool. You are all okay, about okay, okay. Gwenpool. All right. All right. Uh, all right. All right. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that Dion dab. <laughs> dab it on the haters. Dab it on the- <laughs> Wow. All right. I haven't slept last <sighs> night, guys. Just a heads up. Yeah, this guy's been up since 3 o'clock in the morning. Okay, so anyway. So, Gwenpool. I'm going to break this down bare bones, okay? 100%, I was shitting on Gwenpool when I got introduced. I was like, it's another variant cover character. I don't freaking care. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. I don't want to read it. Yada, yada, yada. But it came out at a period... When we were trying to read every comic. She was introducing like Howard the Duck, wasn't yes, she? Yes, she was yeah, a backup. Howard the Duck backup. Yeah. And the concept was interesting. A character fell from the real world into the Marvel Universe, having read every comic, and she was she had that knowledge. Hmm. Okay? That was her whole thing. Yeah. And it was awesome. So, <laughs> no, so Howard the Duck came out, and I was like, she's a cool concept. Mm-hmm. But I think it was during the Ultimate Recap at the beginning of 2017, so I had to read every single issue. That's when we were reading everything, basically, yeah. so we can cover it. Mm-hmm. So I was reading Gwenpool, and the first arc was, eh, it was okay. She goes to work for Modoc. Second arc, she defeats Modoc and discovers that she's now going to run this company. Third arc, crazy Doombot, who's trying to live a normal life, hires her to kill off metas and get rid of them. They fight against the Doombot and discover a better way of life. What the hell's going on over there? They're cleaning up. Oh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. So, cleaning up heavily. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it will be fine. We'll be fine. <laughs> we got movers in the house. <laughs> but um, no. So the Doombot wants to clean up the world. She makes friends with them, but everything goes sour. All of her friends d- go separate ways. We see Patrick the Leaper with actual character development and two totally different characters, hmm. like Tony and I forget the girl's name, but she's like, like basically, she becomes Doctor Strange in one of the timelines. Um, huh. Yeah. 
But her friends all disperse, and that's when the idea is brought up. Maybe Gwenpool isn't the hero of a book. She's actually a henchman. And this is where a fun little book takes a twist that will throw you for a goddamn loop. Okay. Not, so the concept moves. She's supposed to be a henchman. She's not supposed to be the hero of her story. Why doesn't she understand that? So she tries to fight against that. So she goes over and forces a team up with Blade. Fights against vampires, but they're telling her, no, you're not supposed to be. Now you're in Blade's story. You're not. At, you're just a sidekick, a background character. And she meets up with Deadpool, and Deadpool even says, you are variant cover that doesn't matter. Like, you're going to be canceled in, like, three issues. Funny side note, she gets canceled. But <laughs> <laughs> it moves in the direction of everyone telling her this, and then her friends come from the future into the past. You told me about this. Right. Yeah. And, what, and, and this is where, like I said, the whole story just goes weird. Because we discover that a future version of her finally admitted, yes, she's a villain and a background character, but she also has the ability to realize that she's in a comic. <laughs> more so than Deadpool. And she can use that to her advantage. So she can step out of the comic and go wherever she wants. Look at her entire comic run. Look at everyone else's comic run. She can mess around. And the big, the big point that they make to prove this is she kills Spider-Man. Like, straight up kills him. Wow. The villain version. Because mm -hmm. she's trying to convince young Gwenpool to become evil just like her to go this path. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, it could change the timeline and everything like that. Her friends came back in time to stop her when before she became omnipotent and able to step out of the comic book. So she kills Spider-Man and she proves it. She goes, watch, I didn't kill Spider-Man. And there's a big thing that says, Spider-Man can't die. And he just gets up. Wow. Yeah. It's like, she's like, <laughs> that's why I'm a villain. Because she's like, go steal Reed Richards' fantastic car. Go break the multiverse. The comics will auto-correct. Damn. <laughs> So that concept alone is what... I mean, think about if you were in a comic book and you discovered yeah. you could do whatever you want. Hmm. They, and it was funny because it happened to a secret empire and they use that as an example. Like, everyone's freaking out about Captain America. He's going to go back to normal. I don't know why this is a big deal. Yeah, he always does. <laughs> right. I think she even made a comment like, is that thing still going on? Oh, no, that was Deadpool. Deadpool made that comment. Is that hmm. thing still going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. So anyway, it goes in that direction and now we've she's trying to become a hero to prove she doesn't have to become a villain with this power and the book's going to end in two issues. But yeah. Dr. Doom's walking her through it now. Your, your favorite Dr. Doom. The good one? Yeah, no. So she ripped out the evil so she could fight him and evil started tearing up New York and like somehow they, I forget what they did but they flipped him again. Like, <laughs> What, made him back to be a good guy or right. a bad guy? Right. Oh, because okay. comics auto-corrected. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you think they would auto-correct him just, he would just stay a bad guy. He's like, I was a bad guy before I was a good guy. So I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, what I'm getting at is it's yeah. a surprise book of 2017. The story is crazy. I love fourth wall breaking, make you think about your own existence storylines. That's why one of my favorite games of last year when we do our game recap and the Eligible Monster Channel, which you can see probably the exact same time this one's uploaded, mm -hmm. um, is going to be near because it's all about questioning your own existence. Yeah. Um, but that's what I loved about the Gwenpool book. And, it, and I think what I enjoyed about it was they left it alone. It didn't get affected by Secret Empire. It didn't get affected by Monsters Unleashed. It didn't get affected by anything. They just told their story and it was great, and they're giving them enough issues to end it. Hmm. So we don't have to drag it out. We don't have to go crazy with it. Yeah, now you said there's there's like a huge backlash to, to it. In Ma there. It's funny because they canceled six books, yeah. which I find funny, and a bunch of those are the diversity books like America, mm -hmm. and the biggest one that everyone is freaking out about is the ending of Gwenpool. Huh. The straight white girl. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, I mean, they made Deadpool a girl, so I don't understand why you guys are complaining about it. Yeah. She's obviously just a female. She's an SJW copy of Deadpool, so... <laughs> Why are you, I don't understand why you guys are so angry about it. I, I've, I've seen tweets and stuff like that because since I've been so open that I enjoy the book, I'm getting a lot of people like, oh, you should try and fix it, you should try and fix it. And so I'm getting tagged in these tweets where they're like tweeting Heather Antos and the writer and they're like, we were, we're not going to buy any more Marvel until you bring back Gwenpool. 
Yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. By the way, I don't think she's actually an SJW copy of Deadpool. Um, no, I think she's a variant cover that sold it crazy, and Marvel yeah. was like, we can get like a six-issue run out of this. Spider-Gwen, man. It's a Spider-Gwen effect. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, yeah. like everyone, because that's what a lot of people said. They said that she's just the female Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Instead of Ladypool, we got her, you know? And it's like, no, it was a variant cover that sold it crazy. I guarantee you the initial run for Christopher Hastings, reason why it was just kind of like a fun little story with MODOK was, you got six issues, let's see if it sells. Yeah. And that's all it was. Hmm. And and then they gave him time to develop it because it probably just kept selling from what I understand. Yeah. I mean, it seems cool. Like, I mean, I'll, I mean I, maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. I would, even if you don't want to read the first two arcs, I would jump in when, when the, the fourth wall gets blown out the wall. Okay. Like, cause that, that, I know you like the existential crisis stuff. Yeah. And that, that'll definitely. Well, that brings me to my second favorite book from Marvel. Okay. Ultimates. Oh, that's another one you keep saying I gotta read. Yes. I don't read. Dude, Ultimates is so cool. So, so, dude, they bring back, they bring back the, uh, like the origin of the multiverse. They bring back, um, the multiversal eternity cosmic entity. Dude, it's, it's the coolest thing. Like, literally, if what you want is the Marvel... If you want, to, like, the consolidation of Marvel's cosmology... Yeah. And you want to know, like, what the cosmic entities are and, like, how it all works, then, like, the Ultimates will sort it out. It's super cool. There's this amazing moment where Galactus, who's now the Lifebringer or whatever it is... He's yeah, I've guy. seen him pop it up like that. I think during Secret Empire, they went to go ask him questions, and he was just oh, kind of like... Oh, it was hilarious. I'm busy. <laughs> the, ultimates, the Ultimates go to Galactus, and they're like, so, hey, Captain America put this giant shield around Earth, and we can't penetrate it. Can he help us out? He's like, nope, we got bigger problems than that. Yeah. And he's like, get out of here. Yeah, you're nothing. <laughs> yeah. The whole universe is going to yeah. end. Dude, it's crazy. So, no, there's, there's this really great moment in the early, in the early part of uh, the Ultimate storyline where Galactus is like terrified because he gets to like this door and he was like, all right, he, he's just talking to himself. He's like, be careful because this man could just end you in an instant. Yeah. And so he goes to the door and on the other side is the molecule man, Owen Reese. So it's like, dude, I can't believe they brought him back. But no, it's by the time it ends, you, you go from Ultimates into Ultimates 2, you know, and then it goes into, you know, the, I guess the Return of the Ultimate, I don't know. But like the Ultimate Universe, Ultimates come back for like a brief little fight. Uh, Ultimate Reed Richards comes back for like a brief little fight. Like it's, it's a super That was a cool wasted story. opportunity at Marvel, oh, wasting dude. the maker. Yeah, it was, it was, it was so awful because because like like the the run of the ultimates and the story that's being told there is not being marketed it's not being pushed if you didn't know you, you if, if you weren't reading it you'd have no idea it was there and it sucks because it's so good it's it's absolutely amazing. I'll give it, I mean I, I like the idea of the multiverse and everything like this. I may have to give it a shot. Yeah, it, it redoes the origin. Like it talks about the first firmament, which is the first universe. And then there was a war that broke out between the celestials and the aspirants, which shattered the universe. And then all those shattered pieces formed the multiverse. And it was, dude, it was, it's so cool. It's, it's really wild. But yeah, I really like it. Okay. So we'll do two Marvel, two DC. Okay? Uh, yeah, we can so do So start thinking yeah, about your DC. Yeah. I'll go to my other Marvel. Okay. I wanted to say Deadpool. I felt like Deadpool's turn in Secret Empire was amazing. Yeah. But it's not going to take my, my second number one Marvel book for the year. What's okay? your second number one? All new Wolverine. Uh, no? You don't like that one? I mean, it's okay. But if I had to pick, I would have said Old Man Logan. See, Old Man Logan, I do like. I do. I, I mean, we're picking two out of yeah. our favorites. Old Man Logan is yeah. definitely one of the ones I read every month. But the reason I like X23 and the whole all-new all Wolverine situation is I have said this since the beginning. Mm-hmm. That about all these diversity movements and pushing political agendas, X23 of all the characters deserved what she got out of all of this. And whether or not it was political or they just decided to do it, I don't yeah. know. I don't care. It was a story. And I have been reading X23 since her inception and her origin. And I read everything that's come out of that. I read her time on the teams. I read her time when she was with uh, the all-new X-Men, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so to see her take the mantle of Wolverine and then explore what that mantle means yeah. and how to become her own character was just incredible for me. 
And being written by one of my favorite writers, Tom Taylor. Come on, Tom Taylor yeah, writes knows, some incredible stuff. He knows how to write. Well, yeah. I, I love the whole thing with Gabby. That's what I mean. Yeah. Her getting her own sidekick to, to show how she has to raise her own clone. Yeah. Seeing, basically reflecting the situation that she had with Logan originally, yeah. but growing in her own way. It wasn't just she turned into... Logan with boobs like yeah. she was still X-23 she was still Laura the whole time mm-hmm. you know and to go the whole path and what they did and I don't because I, I don't think you've read the entire run for X-23 um, since the beginning I stopped after the the illness one where like Dakin and everybody with a healing factor showed up oh no but you got so. to the end I'm saying like from oh, okay. origin to this uh, from the origin of Laura Kinney yeah um, all the way through I skimmed through X-Force I uh, didn't read that all the way through uh Okay. Yeah. Well, no, but yeah. the, the, what I'm getting at though is Tom Taylor brought back all the loose plot threads. Like what? From the he brought back the aunt, brought back the 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 cousin. Brought oh back yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamara. Those are those are I remember. Yeah. So yeah. He, he basically so what he did was he basically told an entire story. Yeah. And it wrapped up, and he gave her like an ending. I'm Wolverine. I can accept what I am. I've gotten rid of the trigger. I've got I've got my family back. I've got my own sidekick. Yeah. My own clone. My sister. Which by which by the way, I remember reading the end of that story arc. What a smart way to end that with her handler. Yeah. Like that has indestructible skin. Just drown her. Yeah. Like what a smart way to end that. I was like, I mean, I didn't even think about that. But that's why I, I love like, that Man. because. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I could go with Deadpool. Deadpool is great for Secret Empire. Old Man Logan is incredible. Jeff Lemire killed it the entire year. Yeah. But if I have to pick two stories that I want someone to read for 2017, it's Gwenpool and old, all new Wolverine because it wrapped up Laura. It wrapped up like did, 10 yeah. years of Laura Kinney. I will give that. It was, yeah, it was ending all those threads. Yeah. I will say that. And yeah. he, he, he didn't forget any ones that I can remember. And I've been reading it for the longest time. Hmm. You know, he wrapped up all the important ones. Okay, maybe there was like a side romantic thing that I missed or whatever. But yeah. he wrapped up all the important ones. And whether or not you agree read with it or not you had the conclusion to a story and the fact that a, a story got to conclude in Marvel in comics without without being cancelled <laughs> yeah. and I mean the new direction they're going in with Dakin is interesting uh, I'm not as on board but I'm still enjoying it yeah I have, I'm not super current so what, what are they doing with him Dakin? Yeah. He showed up. We don't know how he came back yet. I apologize, by the way, because I just burped and probably picked that up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not oh. only have I not slept at all, but I've also not eaten. So it's just yeah. water and air. Yeah, I haven't eaten either. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't had no breakfast. So, so yeah. I apologize right now. And if you didn't hear it, you uh. know that I'm apologizing. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, Dakin showed back up. He, uh, They found the Maramasu blade. Uh, oh, so the they Muramasa cut off his arm. Blade. They found the Muramasa blade? Yeah. Oh, dude, I love the Muramasa blade. Right, and they brought back her mom, but it wasn't her mom. This is yeah. like four issues ago, so it's not like a... Or three issues ago, so it's not a huge spoiler. Yeah. But it wasn't her mom. It was like a clone for the orphans of X who are now trying to kill them with the blade. It's... Yeah. It's, it's a cool direction they're going in. The illness storyline was okay. It wasn't a huge fan of that one. I feel like it was a good bridger to bring Dakin back, get everyone back in the fold. Yeah. And I did sense. love Deadpool and Gabby in that one. <laughs> We're best friends now. You're not friends oh, with Deadpool. <laughs> dude, yeah, no. Dude, I, I, dude, I love that. No, no, Deadpool was... Oh, yeah, when... Uh, no, when Laura Gabby, was like, you're yeah, not friends yeah, with yeah, Deadpool. Yeah, yeah. No, dude, I love that. When Gabby met Deadpool. Yeah. And they're, they're having, like, the time of their life. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like the most fun that you could ever have. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and Laura's just like, no. No. <laughs> no. You're not hanging out with Deadpool. <laughs> yeah, that was that was actually pretty hilarious. No, dude, okay, for those of you guys who don't know, the Muramasa Blade is the only thing that can stop Wolverine's healing factor. So it's actually a pretty big deal. It's, okay. a, it's a pretty huge thing. But, All right. Yeah. So, because I'm, I'm the bigger DC fan. You I, mean, are the, I agree with that. I'll give you the first. Uh, you do well, your two. You've been reading DC longer than okay. I have. So, yeah. But you can you do both years. So I don't trump any do of your Do both decisions. of mine? I'm giving uh, you both. Because trust me, I can pick two more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we had. I mean, I'm pretty sure I know the two you're going to pick. I'm, which, I feel like I remember the ones that you said during the weekly poll, but I might be wrong. I don't remember um, what I said in the weekly poll because I like so much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um. God, man, if I had to pick two, uh, Action Comics, 
Okay, yeah, no, that's been a really good run. Actually, college the Oz has been effect, insane. the explanation yes. of Mr. Oz, his Action dad. Comics has been solid. Matter of fact, the only story arc in Action Comics that I have not been enjoying, and apparently I'm in the minority because everyone's agreeing that it is a good story, is the current one with Booster Gold. Uh, it's a, okay. I'm 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 kind of with you. Like, a lot yeah. of people are saying that they're really enjoying it. it. Feels like old school Superman and Booster Gold getting at it again. I'm like, it is. This this is this is this is like 1998 Superman is what it feels. Yeah, like. Yeah, that's what it feels yeah. like. Yeah, yeah. And I and I agree. It it is cool. Um, and it's it's an interesting idea. But we've seen this event play out more than once before. Yes, it's not like the first time. And I, we're, we won't spoil it for those of you guys who aren't who are following. That, that one is the it, current arc. That's but. the current arc. Yeah, but we've seen that play out. I mean, that 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 line, that kind of story goes all the way back to the 1950s. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not new. I mean, it's a thing that's happened before. The um, reason he's there is a little new, but meh. yeah, the motivation behind it is cool. And and for the most part, we kind of know how it'll play out. Yeah, uh, but and maybe that's the problem I'm having with it because the art style feels old. The characters are kind of acting. Booster Gold's acting normal, but Superman's not because they didn't have his powers right now. Well, I was because I was sitting here thinking about that, you know, and and that's actually kind of a cool. I, I would say the purpose of this story was to bring back Booster Gold. Oh yeah, it, no, it'd be the only I, reason. I, I hope to. that's the reason. Yeah, it'd be the only reason to. I mean, there's, I mean, it, with the situation turning out the way it did, Superman doing what he did, how else would he get back? Yeah. So like, Booster Gold would be the one to make that happen. Yeah. So that that would that would be kind of cool. But um, but yeah, but no, no. Dan Jorgensen's been killing it all year. Yeah, it's and that's crazy. a twice monthly book too. Yeah. So for it to have consistent storylines up to this one, mm -hmm. like. I'm I'm, in, I'm just in shock. And that kind of begs the question: How long could this man go for? <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna be like, you know what? I'm I'm tired. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of this. I'm done. Twice a month, he's yeah. he's basically written two years worth of stories there, dude, in Dan, this year. Dan Jurgens is gonna step down, and they're gonna be like, we well, you know what, Ben? Just why don't you write action comics? And he's gonna be like, actually, Superman was never Kryptonian. <laughs> It's like no, Bendis. Don't <laughs> calm down, Bendis. There's a new type of kryptonite. Yeah, it's, it's, it's it's turquoise kryptonite. I'm sure that already exists. But um, <laughs> but no, if I had to pick another one, oh man, there dude, there are so many good stories it, to choose dude, from. DC in general this year, they've been killing it, man. Marvel has had their stories. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna be one of those guys that says everything in Marvel sucks because that is not the case. Mm -hmm. I disagree with Secret Empire. I hated the tie-ins, but there were stories such as Grant Gwenpool that kept going. And even the Deadpool tie-in, I still enjoyed. And I still enjoyed Uncanny Avengers tie-in. Yeah. So, like, there were still stories that I was reading and enjoying during the events that I didn't enjoy. Mm -hmm. So, it's just there was less in Marvel. But I can't think of all... Uh, there's a few stories that I'm not reading in DC, but not because they're not good. Yeah. But because I'm reading too much. Yeah, like Cyborg is a good one. Cy Cyborg is a good one. I yeah. enjoyed what I read, but I'm like, I have to cut down. Cyborg's never going to go on the channel because the fan base is too small. Well, also, it's canceled. And, well, it is now, yeah. yeah. Constantine's another one, though. Like, I want to read Hellblazer, but I don't have time for it. No, it's actually pretty solid. It's yeah. pretty cool. No, I know. Yeah. I know it's a good book. I'm just saying, like, I, I've got to pick what I'm reading at Dude, this it's, point. Dude, it's, it's one of the coolest things, because you get into the first story arc, and, like, he's he's back in New York. And I think he's back in New York. No, maybe he's back in London. Anyway, like, all hell is breaking loose. Yeah. And, like, that's when Shazam shows up for the first time in DC Rebirth. Yeah, I And he meets that. with Wonder Woman, and they're like, so should we do anything? And they're they're like, we'll just wait and see how this plays out. And it's cool because sometimes the Justice League's like, look, we're, we don't feel like getting involved. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and it is kind of cool. It is kind of interesting. But um, no, if I had to pick another one, I would probably say Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps. Yes. That's, that one's been solid. It's been But yeah, I cool. will say this. I'll put a caveat on that one. Yeah. That's only good if you know the lore of Green Lantern. As, okay. As much as I enjoy Robert Vendetti's uh, writing, it is very much, it's, it's a comic made for people who have been following. It's yeah. not made for intro, introductory level. You're not going to know who the hell you're talking about. Okay, so if oh, if we're talking, if, if I'm saying suggestions, yeah, Green Lanterns. 
Okay, Sam, so you're going go with that one instead. Yeah, Sam I'll go Humphreys. with that one instead, yeah. That is, that is a great introductory level. It is, it is amazing. Yeah, because I feel like you could do that, get a feeling of what the Green Lanterns are, who they are, if you've never read a Green Lantern book, and then you could go to Robert Vendetti, knowing yeah. how everything functions, Yeah. and go, okay, well, then now I want to know what this is, and I want to know what well, this is. Plus, it, it gives a use to the characters. Like, it, 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 makes, it makes Jessica Cruz and Simon Baz matter, because yeah. you literally evolve their characters. I mean, they've run through all the Lantern Corps, with the exception of the Star Sapphires and the Indigo Tribe, I think. But everything else they've did run they into. Did they meet with Larf, please? Uh, How Jordan did. I don't think... I don't they have not met with Larf, please. They met with the Red Lanterns in the first arc. Yeah. There was the one with Batman where it was the Yellow Lanterns. Uh, and then you had, what's his name, with the Phantom Ring that ran through all the other... But they focus on the blue. They didn't really focus... Yeah, they didn't really focus on, like, orange. I know they ran over the colors. Yeah, they've, got, they've really experienced it, yeah. all the colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah but in terms but of, like... But I like, like Training Day, well. and then, like, yeah. they're the ones on Earth that go to the other planet, come back, and they yeah, gotta deal, they, they deal with getting a job. <laughs> the cool thing is that Sam Humphreys also came... And this is one of the best things about this. Sam Humphreys came back, and he reconciled Volthoom from the Power Ring and Earth 3 that yes. Jessica Cruz has and Volthoom from Jeff John's run. I, he that fixed was, that. He fixed that. Yeah, and it's, and it's crazy because for those of you guys, if you've been going through like any internet source or whatever it is and you see Volthoom from the Power Ring from like, you know, uh, Forever Evil and you see Volthoom from Jeff John's run and you don't know how that connect, that's because for years they didn't. Yeah. <laughs> they were just totally separate. Yeah, it didn't yeah. make any sense. It didn't make any sense. And then like Green Lanterns and DC Rebirth fixed it. Yep. And, and it's so cool. It, it is one of the coolest things. Uh, do Sam and, and you know, I will say, Sam Humphries, he has that amazing issue about anxiety. Yeah. Which I will say, like, because I don't, I don't experience anxiety in that level, so I didn't fully understand it. And I did put a tweet that said, like, it's, it's okay, probably not for me. And I still stand by, the comic's really not for me, but the amount of people that have come forward and told me that that comic helped them mm -hmm. tells you that that comic is important. I didn't even know that Sam Humphries had anxiety. Yeah. I tweeted out, I was like, how does Sam Humphries write about anxiety so well? And people were like, because he has it. Yeah. And I was like, well, I guess that's the answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I didn't know that, but yeah, yeah no, it's it, Green Lanterns is solid, which sucks because you know Sam Humphreys I think is off the book now, and I don't remember who's writing it at the moment. But, I thought he was uh, still on it. No, well, either either he's off or they're taking him off. Oh, I, I thought I'm they not, were. Yeah. yeah, I don't remember. All right, so my two. Okay, well you left me. I, I'm not actually. I'm not actually going to say Batman by Tom King. Yeah, I was I was inclined to say that, but I think there's a couple other stories that are better. Yes, out there. As, I do yeah. like where Tom King is going with it. Yeah, but I will say the first. I am I am Gotham, I am Batman, I am Bane. I had no idea where he was going with it. Wasn't a huge fan of the direction he was taking Oh, it. I was along for the ride, man. I loved it. I wasn't a big fan of that. That was the beginning of the year. Yeah. Um, I did get on board with War of Jokes and Riddles. Yeah. I did get on board with the Catwoman situation. Loving the Catwoman thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know I'm a Batman fan. Yeah. Detective. Detective is solid, Detective man. is so goddamn first, solid. First story arc. Rise <laughs> of the Batman. Dude, that, that grabbed me and brought me in. Oh, yes. it is oh. so good. It's it's the if, you, if you're not following, it's the idea of Batman realizing he should make a team out of the Bat family members that are in Gotham. It's the logical progression of Batman Incorporated. Yes. It, it makes so much sense. It allows Batman to be Batman and go on these Justice League adventures. But there's a team back in Gotham. Now, of mm -hmm. course, Batman's been in almost every issue. Yeah. Just like Batman started the Justice League of America so that they <laughs> so that they can go off and do their own thing. Yeah. And every issue, Batman's like, oh, yeah, I had like an extra couple minutes. Thought I'd swing by, help you guys out. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, can, I can spare the time among like... Bane attacking Gotham <laughs> and like you know Batgirl's dad trying to conquer the city exactly and, you know it's my lunch break that's, <laughs> that's, that's what it feels like because the first issue was all about Vixen's gonna be the leader yeah. he won't be around much and it was like the second arc he's like I'm back 
I'm yeah. here. I can help you guys out. <laughs> yeah. It's good. Like, you guys do me at all. <laughs> we need to do that. We need to make like a thing where it's just like, but I really, really want to be here, guys. <laughs> I'm really bored. <laughs> yeah. Alfred was making a sandwich I didn't like. Yeah. So I, I just came out over here and thought I'd hang out. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Anyway, uh, you yeah, know, Detective's really solid because it, it's the first arc was the rise of the Batman and, and the world re- it's it's kind of Christopher Priest is doing a very similar story with the Justice League uh, being hated by the world right now. Dude, I League. love that the people versus the Justice yeah, League. Yeah, I, I, I even tweeted about that. I'm like, I'm not a fan of Christopher Priest's writing, uh, writing, yeah. but his rising. <laughs> yeah, the way he makes his rice. <laughs> I'm not a fan of his writing, but this story has me hooked. I'm enjoying yeah, the story. It's so um, good. But they did a similar idea with the Batman idea. You know, where the where the government realized what Batman does is right, but in typical government fashion, they're like. But we can do it better. Yeah. So let's just take over the city and steal all the shit. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. So it's such a cool idea. And Batman's got a team to fight against it. And it's also where we lose Tim Drake. Only to have him come back. We get to see uh, Cassie. uh, uh, No, Stephanie has a great character development during this. Oh, yeah. Stephanie Brown. The only problem I have with Stephanie Brown. I like her character development. But I feel like James Tinian. I never say his last name. James Tinian. (laughs) Tinian. I feel like he's writing her very one-dimensional at this point now. At first, it was very it was very good to see where she's going. Now we've hit a point where it's just like all Stephanie is is I want Tim Drake to succeed. <laughs> that see, I, I I'm I'm so with you on that. Yeah, like they built up the whole Stephanie Brown Tim Drake thing and the aftermath to him when everybody thought it, he was dead. It, it was, was amazing. Great. She's yeah. like, I'm gonna go off my own. I'm gonna yeah. go break off my own thing. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna be great. And he was developing her great. Tim Drake has come back and now it's like, Tim, you gotta go to college. Yeah, like, oh, dude, that's the great. Stephanie, did you have like a whole bunch of things you had planned and going yeah. on? Like, like here, you could go to Ivy School, Tim, and like, we'll hang out together yeah. and get coffee and like watch Netflix and chill. And it's just like, okay. I mean, I guess that kind of works. But, I mean, I mean yeah. we're only, we've only got one arc since he came back, but the rest of the entire run for the entire year has been great. Clayface. The, the, the change over from Clavis being a villain to being a, a guy who's trying to help with the team to now being a guy who do, doesn't know if he can do it. Dude. Everyone has faith in him. He has no faith in himself. Dude, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, dude let me tell you something, man. <laughs> let me tell you something, dude. The, the handling of Two-Face as a reformed hero. Clayface. Clayface, yeah. Two-Face. Two, that, yeah. That's a different Two-Face, story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 um, that like, was. Uh, that was like 90s, I think. Yeah, that, that was, well, yeah, that was. Um, the handling of, of Clayface, it's some of the best writing ever. Yeah. Because I go through and I look at this whole thing, and the one thing I'm dreading is when he goes back to being a villain. Don't read the latest story. Oh. <laughs> well, because I know it's going to be... They ended 2017 with that. Oh, see, I imagine it's tragic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Oh, you, oh. See, I, I figured... I'm going to give you like, a slight, slight spoiler. No, it's very slight because I don't want to go deep in because it is the newest issue. But you know the victim syndicate? Yeah. With the, the woman that got affected by the same stuff that affected Clayface, but he did, she didn't go? Yeah, I, I love that character. Right. Yeah. The whole thing, the, they, she See, comes back, and they, t- they take the band away from him to force him to start losing his mind again. See, I knew it was going to be tragic. Yeah. I knew it wasn't going to be like... You but know, it's guys, like a whole like issue of him slipping. See, it's not, I knew it's it. not an instant turn. That's the... I knew yeah. that was going to happen. I knew it was going to be a progressive thing. And the whole time you're going to be like, no, Clayface, yes. don't. A, it, I knew it was going to be... It was a <laughs> breakdown kind of a thing. See, I knew it was going to be something like that. And that's what makes it so sad. But that's what makes it so good. Yes. Because you want him to stay a good guy, but you know he's going to be a bad guy. But you don't want him to be a bad guy. You want him <laughs> to stay a good guy. I need to go read that issue. Yes, yes you do. Oh, my God. God. Okay, so that obviously we enjoyed Detective. That has yes. been a great story so far. I don't yeah. recommend skipping any of the, the only only issues 
if you're going to read this story that I would say are, are, are okay to skip, would be Batwoman Year Zero. And that's only because it was a backdoor pilot to launch Batwoman. Oh, it Batwoman was. Rebirth. Yeah, Batwoman. It, it, was, was, it was a backdoor pilot to launch that. Oh, it was uh, the Rise of Batwoman or yeah. Batwoman Rising Women. But it, yes, it, it was literally a way to launch her comic. That's it's what a it beautiful was. looking comic. It looks good. Yeah, no, and it is yeah. a good comic. But if you're like, oh, I just want to read the core detective story, yeah. it doesn't affect that because its purpose is to launch the comic. Yeah, it's totally unnecessary. But again, it looks great. Okay, so the other one. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not going to go. Uh, you guys. You all know I love Superman. You all know I love Batman. You all know I love the Green Lanterns and the I Flash. I know exactly where you're going. Where am I going? Flash. No. What? Because people will guess it. Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yes. I knew. It was <laughs> you are all dude. Okay, I will say that it is good. I'm I'm so far behind. I finished the first story. <laughs> I haven't even read Who Is Artemis yet. Oh. I'm like, oh, I know, I know. There's there's okay. like there's like three stories. That, so there's that a huge debate in the Red Hood community. Mm-hmm. Okay, because so, some people just want him to be the the antihero to Batman, just be the guy with the guns to fight against Batman, try to take the cow, all that stuff. But what I love about this, and I fell in love with this in the New Fifty Two, because DC realized Red Hood's popular. Yeah. Like he's a cool guy, and he's a he's a Robin. Why can't we make him an antihero? So in the New 52, we brought in the idea of him instead of being like the twisted Robin that shows up occasionally but may or may not be on your side, he was legit trying to redeem himself in the manner of, I'll team up with these people and I'll do this thing and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. And the New 52, Red Hood and the Outlaws was okay. But it made me fall in love with the idea of this Robin who's now become a villain. He mm-hmm. has beaten up Dick Grayson. He tried to kill Robin, uh, Damien. He's, like, he's now really trying to redeem himself. Like, I'm yeah. going to be a hero. But it was Red Hood and uh, Arsenal that was good. It, like I, never, that, I, I never read it. Red Hood. It was okay. It wasn't. Yeah. It, it was more of a comedy kind of a thing. Like we're gonna be the heroes you hire. No, okay. heroes for hire kind of a thing. <laughs> okay. But this new run, this new Red Hood and the Outlaws, this yeah. has solidified my love for the character of Red Hood because now we've done a full one uh, eighty. Yeah. He went from villain to hating Dick Grayson because he was the you know the son the brother that denounced him and yeah. Damien hating him. He's done the full one eighty. Now he's come back to be the villain to work for Batman, but his own way. And Batman's only rule is you can't kill. Now he's yeah. You can say he hasn't. Like we like to have the argument that Batman didn't kill. He just put him into a coma. Yeah. You know, Red Hood just may have razor sharp batarangs. <laughs> Red Hood's left Gotham and they kind of opened fire on entire armies in the story arc. Yeah. So I mean, unless he's <laughs> like grazing everyone, yeah. pretty sure he's made some kills. I'm shooting just close enough to scare you. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's all it is. You might lose an ear, but you're not dead. But the so. Bizarro thing, when they first announced this, I legit was like, this is gonna be the dumbest comic in the world. The Dark Trinity. Okay. Red Hood, Bizarro, and. Yeah. Is what the hell is this shit? Yeah. And Bizarro came in and Red Hood treats him like a little brother. He does. So to see Red Hood go from Robin to dead Robin to return to fight against Batman to yeah. arguing with Dick Grayson or try to steal the cow from his older brother to then going to try and redeem himself to now having his own younger brother he's trying to teach to be a good guy. It's just I loved it. It was it's an incredible story for 2017. It is. It's like, the, same, the same reason why I like the Wolverine one. Because, like, it's the full arc coming around again. Yeah. What's the name of the teddy bear that he carries around? Oh, uh, Pup Pup. Pup Pup, yeah. Dude, the, the... Dude, I teared up. Oh, yeah. When he died and... Take care of Pup Pup. Take care of Pup Pup. <laughs> no, dude, there's, there have been so many... And, it's, and it's, a, it's astonishing how good it is. Like, what is it? There's that point um, where Jason Todd is going to kill Bizarro. Yeah. Oh, the old, walks, the old Yeller episode? Yeah, and he's got, the, he's got the gun to the back of his head. Yeah. And it's just like, is he seriously going to kill him? Oh, it's, you a, know? It, it's, it's an older one now, but the whole idea is basically they got Bizarro, but he can't. Bizarro doesn't know what he's doing. Yeah. He accidentally hurts people. Mm-hmm. So they're like, we, we, we can't risk it. We have to put him down. 
Yeah. You know, and he gets the kryptonite bullet, mm-hmm. which as we now discovered may or may not have actually killed Bizarro. <laughs> <laughs> it would have just hurt him really bad. Like, oh! No, I think he would have been fine and then been really mad. <laughs> yeah, and then he would have killed Jason Todd. But, um, but no, that was the craziest thing. He was like, he's like, you guys are Bizarro's friends. Like, yeah. I like you guys. And I'm just like... He has a whole speech. He's like, I'm trying to do good. <laughs> yeah. Red her and red him. That's what he calls them. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's he doesn't cool. call him. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, red her and red him. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, he's, it's, it's so funny because never in a million years would I thought they'd be able to develop Bizarro so well. Yeah. And it's just like, damn. It's so good. It is so cool. Yeah. It is definitely a great story. Okay, so those are the ones that we, we've named off a dozen other books. Yeah. Um, but the ones that we highly recommend you read for 2017, I'm going with all the Wolverine, Red Hood and the Outlaws, Gwenpool, yeah. and Detective Comics. And yeah. you have... I'm going with Action, I'm going with Green Lanterns, I'm going with Thanos, and I'm going with Ultimates. There you go, guys. Those yeah. are the eight from me and Rob, the ones that mm-hmm. we highly recommend from last year. Yeah. Do you have any indie books you want to re- throw in real quick into the mix? East of West, definitely. East of West? Mm-hmm. What was the one? Uh, animosity we, we kind of fell off the rocker this year. Animosity—that's the one with the where animals rule. Yeah, the world animals took over yeah. the world. It was really good. I'm just gonna go with the Titan comics because I'm really enjoying the the Assassin's Creed runs they've been doing. But I'm, I'm a huge fanboy of that. So I mean, it's kind I've of, been reading a lot of the old Legends comics from uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. The oh yeah. Side note: uh, Prince, uh, Princess Aphra, uh, Doctor Aphra, <laughs> and Darth Vader are the two greatest Star Wars comics ever right now. Oh yeah. Oh dude, that's a funny thing. I was talking to my accountant. He just started reading Darth Vader. Did he? Yeah, I was like, dude, you're really gonna enjoy it. I was like, there's, oh, this, so there's this amazing moment where they're like, you're surrounded, and he's like, oh, I'm surrounded by his fear and dead men. But have you read the new run? No, I've not read the new oh, one. Oh, dude, it's so good. Is it really? Yeah, it's, wow. It's like him becoming Darth Vader. Like he has to go get a saber to begin with, then he has to meet the Inquisitors, and then all this stuff. Jesus. And the reason I like Doctor Aphra is it doesn't pertain to anything else. It's just other Star Wars stories with an Indiana Jones type character. I've heard mixed reviews about Doctor Aphra. The what the the only bad ones I hear are like the whole Mary Sue argument. She's a Mary Sue like Superman and everything like that. The only argument I have against that real quick on that, that whole thing is yeah. the reason I like her is she's an Indiana Jones, Nathan Drake style character. She's that adventuring type character, but in the Star Wars universe. Every other character I like like that, Indiana Jones, Laura Croft, Nathan Drake, are very Mary Sue. You, yeah. name, you name me one situation that they should not have died in. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's one thing I don't understand. Like, oh man, dude, that character is such a Mary Sue. Yeah. Because they're the star of the book. <laughs> it wouldn't be much of a Spider-Man book if Spider-Man was dead, would it? <laughs> the Amazing Spider-Man without Spider-Man. The, like, the only comic book <laughs> one that I'll agree with to an extent is Superman does uh, always seem to have the answer. Well, because of Superman. Always. Okay, I mean, they but they tried to kill him before. Yeah. yeah. And it didn't work. <laughs> but that's, no, that's why Jonathan Kent is a good introduction. Because Jonathan Kent brings in the equation that sometimes Superman doesn't have all the answers. Side note before we go, Super Sons is amazing as well. Oh, dude, it's, super, dude Super Sons of Tomorrow, man. If you yes. haven't read it, no spoilers. Holy shit. Okay, we're going to end on that note, though. Those are our books for 2017. Those are yeah. our opinions on the books. Yeah. Um, if you guys want to let us know what your favorite books are in, for Marvel and DC in the comments down below, that'd be amazing. Maybe we'll do a B-roll where we run over some people's preferences. Yeah. They don't see what they are. Um, yeah. And we will see you next week here with the continuation of the worst Batman retcons ever. Natalie will rejoin us. We're not continuing it today because we wanted to do this. Makes no sense to do our favorite books in 2017 in, like, May. Made sense to get that done now. Really, what we could do, we could just call it your picks. Like, we could run over the list and, like, okay, your favorites. I, yeah, okay, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, guys. Go through and post comments on on uh, on this video and list your favorite comic book. Whichever, whichever two from Marvel and whichever two from DC get the most thumbs up, Ooh. we'll do those. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, we'll okay. do those. Yeah. All right, guys, don't forget to follow him on Comics Explained. Follow me on Comic Story, and we'll see you right here next week. Because now the holidays are over and we have no excuse to miss a Saturday. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much.
You're so vain, you think the song is about you. I'm just saying, it's like 12.45 in the afternoon on, what is today, a Thursday? Yeah. And you're walking around the house in house slippers. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's my how we, God, man. That's how we do it. Get it together, house. Benny. My feet are tore up. You don't like my feet, so I wear house slippers. You got some rough feet. Do you like mine? Feet, will say. Do you like Look mine? at her slippers. Uh, it's, a, it's a diva slippers. Is that like a, oh, I thought it was a Hello Kitty thing. It was diva. How dare you, Rob? Hold on, you got a problem with Hello Kitty? Yes. Okay, just Why? for that now. Just for that. This is like today a, we're going to be talking about as a good way to open up the 2018 series of videos. Hold on, hold on. I need an answer to this question. <laughs> what's wrong with Hello Kitty? What's not Rob wrong plays Hello Kitty Island Hello Adventure. Kitty. No, I don't. But <laughs> <laughs> I've watched people play it. <laughs> what? Oh my god! Why? <laughs> All right, fair what? enough. What? I mean. Okay then. Um, yeah. You're tweeting that out. No, or, dude. I'm tweeting that out. <laughs> Dylan, edit that part out of the video. No, he's not going <laughs> Tweet to. Tweet that right Dylan, now. Thomas is playing and watches Hello Kitty Island Adventure uh, Twitch Dylan, streams. please leave it in there, man. Tweet to him if you are playing. <laughs> <laughs> My username is... You know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of that huge scandal where like where like men would be in stalls and like you put your foot under the thing and then you tap your foot if you want like... If you want like a dude to... Okay, all right. You don't remember that whole scandal? It was a politician who did it. It wasn't me, man. It was, it was, it was a politician. <laughs> okay, you know what? How about, we, how about we just kick off today's episode by talking about some of your best comments that we've gotten. Natalie's going to read them Absolutely, off Absolutely, yeah. So I've got okay. like about, about four Rob or five videos. Before Rob digs this even deeper. I'm just saying. Hello I've Kitty four or five to getting videos. hand jobs from men. I remember reading about it in, in like a, it was <laughs> a news video. Even Gary's like, where, where are you going, Rob? No, it was, okay. And you know I'm what? the tired one who shouldn't be making sense. Yeah. <laughs> so these, these are like... Some of the most, um, you know, the best comments that we've actually come across. Are you ready? <laughs> we should do a video where we read mean comments. <laughs> mean comments? I mean, mean tweets. Mean tweets? Mean, that's, yeah. yeah. Jimmy then, Kimmel was stealing yeah, your idea. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you suck. Idea. Yeah. Just, uh, I've, I've got, I've got yeah, those I've comments. Got that just, one. You suck. And it's like, well, I mean, that hurts worse because you don't even give me a reason why. You just, just, no, no, you I suck. love the ones that I get on my <laughs> channel where it's like, love your content. Comics explains better, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then you don't want me to tell you what I found. <laughs> What'd you oh find? Oh, my God. I found a Comic Vine poll. Oh, did you? Doesn't matter, because I'm on the bleeding cool 100 most powerful people list. As, Are you as really? No, as I'm number, number 53. 53. Am I on there? No. Are you serious? He has to be. He's not. <laughs> he has to be. What? I thought you knew. Everyone was tweeting about it. He has to be. Come He's on. not. He's not at all. You're trolling. This morning I got tweeted again by Robert Vendetti. I'm not on the... Why am I not on that? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't make the list. The, hold on, so who else was on well. this list? It's like comic writers and influential people. And Most he, powerful people in comic books? Yeah. Probably because your channel's so big, I would say. I, 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 I didn't submit for anything. I just got tweeted about it. I'm like, oh, Rich wow. Johnson put me on the list. Who's Rich Johnson? He's the guy that pretty much runs all that stuff. All the Bleeding Cool stuff. I've probably made fun of Bleeding Cool in the past. <laughs> <laughs> but if I that haven't made fun sense. of Bleeding Cool in the past before, I'm making fun of him now. Because <laughs> y'all didn't put me on your list. So when you guys become like a reputable website that publishes shit that matters, they're then... The, they're the largest comic book news site. I don't give a damn. <laughs> anyway, let's go to the comments, Rob. Yes. Oh so this is, this is the video um, uh, of Rob Hates Bioshock. Mm -hmm, this is the... This is... Hey, this is... This is... Salt bitch. <laughs> salt what, bitch. What, what was this? Can I do bleeding this? Cool. Am I allowed to do this? Bleeding, bleeding Cool left me off may, the list. I'm salty it. as shit with Bleeding Cool right now. Yeah, I mean, y'all's name is Mud. <laughs> now. 
Masiak Masiak X Ten says, "All the videos there. I've made and, and teaching people about I feel like comic this, books. This is like a whole separate video. I should put I'm on my channel. Just, just, just oh, every every discovers that I made the post. I have, I have, I have. I would like to think that I've taught so much people, you know, so many people, so much stuff about Why comic books. Bring this up? And I'm not even, I'm not even on, I'm I not even on the list. I didn't know he didn't know. <laughs> I legit didn't know that should he didn't we, uh, know. Yeah. We, hey guys, do you think we should? Do you guys think we should add Comics Explained onto that We're list? We're gonna start this over. Who's Who's Comics Explained? Like, well, Comics Explained is. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, he's the guy. I'm the guy who explains comic books. Half, half. I guarantee half the people of Bleeding Cool who even know about comic books know about that shit because of me. Probably. Maybe I don't even know. I'm not even sure. At this point, I'm just I'm just salty. I'm just I'm salty as shit. Just just, just this here, is, here. We're, gonna, we're gonna use salty this D roll on the R and B. Oh He's my salty gosh. This That's what that is. Salt bitches. Oh Rich Johnson. I, I legit thought you knew. I was no. getting, I was getting tweeted like crazy. So no. I, I Rich, Rich Johnson. Yeah, you you get the salt bitch. Your name, you are your name is mud in my book. Mm -mm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I got tweeted a few times about it, and I was just like, "Oh, cool." You know. Yeah. No. I didn't even tweet about it because I was like, I didn't submit. Why do you keep adding to it? Nobody. Right? Nobody. This is nobody just nobody told me. Just, just so. drop yeah. it. You're no. making it worse. Yeah. He didn't even submit. It is. They. They. They chose to put it. Which? How can they? How can they know who you are? And not know who I am. <laughs> you type in comics. I know. And you get comics explained. Comic know. story. I know. The I know. two. They. They. They both show up. <laughs> We're on the same show every week. We hang out all the time. I know, I know. We go to cons. Like, this isn't even like a podcast submission thing, like the weekly poll and stuff like that. Like I legit just got hit up by the Yeah, Rich Johnson. Yeah, you know who I am, bitch. You know exactly <laughs> who I am. You get that salt, bitch. Like he knows exactly who I am. He just wanted to ignore me. That's that's all that is. Mm -hmm. you, we're gonna start all the right. comment show over. You good? That you good? goes right through me. <laughs> no, Dylan, this I'm, is all part of the comments thing, and you put the you put this in there. I want Rich Johnson to know it. Well, I was gonna sure put it on this? the RBE. Are you sure about that? We're gonna put it on the RB. I don't care. As long as Rich Johnson, oh, as long, we'll as, put it in there, as, long as Rich Johnson gets that salt, <laughs> I don't give a damn.